Uh, just because of this thing with the with the UFOs and the aliens, I always find it funny that one of the biggest researchers for uh, you know for UFOs is the guy from Blink One Eighty Two, Tom DeLonge. He's one of the biggest ones. <laughs> uh, that always find it super funny. I don't, I don't know why, but I just find it super interesting that for some reason he all of a sudden became one of the biggest researchers for the UFO existence. Uh, it's it's super is weird and uh, and he has like a whole thing. <laughs> yeah, he has like a whole organization and shit. And it's, yeah, uh, yeah, I don't remember the name. Yeah, to I don't think he, I don't think he's he's the best face for it because <laughs> he looks <laughs> fucking crazy. You know, like <laughs> he looks out of it, like for reals. Hey, yeah. hey, we don't talk shit about him here. Why he's, you? He's my hero. <laughs> well, uh, Ma Ma Mauricio is actually like a rock classic rock guy like from well, what's considered now classic rock which to us was yeah. just rock of the day well uh, it is considered classic rock now yeah, yeah it is which, which yeah. is which is yeah, they definitely their tickets is are like classic rock levels now their yeah. tickets, at least in europe <laughs> <laughs> yeah in europe all red hot chili peppers bling 182 is to me it's a little bit like yeah fuck you like a, a little bit like part of me is like yeah, i'm not paying that to see you guys and i get it like you guys are cool you deserve but yeah fuck that whole like yeah 300 for the last no this tour is like 50 you know like red hot chili peppers came to madrid and it was super expensive um as well but but anyways Mauricio, you showed me some pictures i'm gonna ask the producer to put them up here of apparently some aliens that were found in mexico and, and, and in the Congress of Mexico, they did some hearing, kind of like the one they did in the U.S., no? Yeah. The, actually, the aliens were found in Peru, and then they moved them for some reason to Mexico, and then Mexico is showing them to the world, being, being the first country to show a corpse of uh, UFOs on live TV. And I think when I show you this, and I showed Tiago about this, um, your faces were in, you guys were in very impressed. Kiko was like, it's fake. So yeah, I, 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 mean, want, I want to believe, I want to believe they're-, they're uh, Yeah, they're I'm me. also one of the, I want to believe. I also, I watched the X-Files and I also want to believe. And uh, <laughs> I would like to think that it's true. I would like to think that it's true, you know. I'm, I mean, I'm not sure if these ones that you're showing are like, in fact, true, but I like to think that, you know, at least we're being watched by someone, you know, for sure. But is it because, is this because you kind of feel yeah. like it would give, it would feel scary otherwise? Like, do you like this? Uh, like no, I think, well, I don't think, yeah. well, I do, and I, I mean, I'm a little bit, I'm going in a conspiracy ter territory here now, but Please I do. do think that probably we already <laughs> were contacted or something, but we're not ready to have that information yet, you know. Yeah. Uh, do you so, think that people would yeah. uh, would go crazy and, and start freaking out like we saw in the movies? And, uh, you know, the whole world would just turn upside down and, and go into a crisis? Well, I think it would be kind of like in uh, Independence Day because now, because I saw that movie a while back, the, the 90s one. And I remember there was a group of people like on the top of the building saying, welcome, we are foes and all. They were super excited and they immediately got blasted with a ray from the spaceship and got killed. Uh, so I think it would be a mix of people being, you know, super, uh, you know, happy or 
I don't know, I guess. And then the other people completely afraid and going to bunkers and all that and market crash probably you know <laughs> so so you think that that now we are being monitored by them well not really monitored but i think we already at least were contacted you know because i think we're still like a little speck in the dust if mm. well i'm assuming it's you know aliens you know advanced aliens, you know obviously it's already been proven that there exists you know the uh, living organisms out like in other planets in our uh, system have they just like have they tiny have? like the tiny ones and all that like in the water or something you know, that okay. kind of stuff yeah because i mean the, the other the other theory is that there is life in other planets but they are a lot farther back than we are now so if anything we will be the civilization and that in the future will visit these motherfuckers and yeah. like and you know probe yeah. their assholes or whatever i don't know yeah <laughs> and then someone will ah, have you heard about our lord jesus christ and then everything's going to get fucked <laughs> well the funny thing about this yeah. this uh aliens is that they've been so they found them in 2017 in peru and then apparently they're a thousand year old corpses that they've been mummified so that's why we see them uh in, in the pictures Hopefully the producer can put the pictures again. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's funny that they, it looks it looks mummified. Maybe maybe it's just a midget. I don't know. A, a small person. I think that's how Mexicans looked back then. That's how. Um, <laughs> if, I can, if I can be honest. Yeah. With no, but I, I I always think it's funny because it's like why would these people or or these things UFOs? Why would they look like us? Well, UFOs would be the spaceship, but like the aliens, why would they look at, like us at all? Why would they have bones? So my question is, what what did they, you know, mummified? And to me, it just seems so fake, like this whole thing. And I get it. I mean, like, Tiago, I want it to be true because, like, I'm not a religious person myself, right? So, yeah. Like thinking that there's life outside and like the, the fact that the universe is so big and there's so much unknown, this kind of gives it like a spark and I can't explain it. I, I, but th there is this little spark that I feel, right? This little tickling when I'm like, fuck, there's other things out there. Like it makes this whole thing interesting, make it like a like a Stanley Kubrick film, you know? Yeah. And on, on the other end, and I've also heard the argument that imagine how special we have to be or we might be able to feel if we want if we're the only fucking thing out there but I, I I also think that we could be like like I I don't think it's so obvious that this has to be life somewhere else even even though that's what we want it to be true like I also want it to be true but I I'm not sure like it has to be like that maybe we are the only fucking ones yeah. no I don't think so yeah I, I hope not so. I mean Jesus that's super boring you, you imagine like <laughs> Big Bang thousands and thousands of galaxies and we're the only ones that came out i mean <laughs> we I can't see we can't even agree which god we should worship you know so <laughs> and all that so there's a lot of we can't be i i hope we're not the only i, ones, I always like. compare like the whole travel in space and finding other life somewhere else other civilizations very similar to like when you know when when america was discovered by the Pinta, Maria, La Santa, you know, like the, the, the ships that came, Cristobal Colon. What's this guy? Uh, uh, Christopher Columbus. 
Yeah. People hate him nowadays, but he he united the world. And back then it was kind of like that, like getting this ship, going that sea. We don't know what's out there, and let's see what you find. And when you get when they get to the other place, even though there's humans there, they look very different. It, it, it's almost like a movie, even though it's real. It's very movie like, like, like the Spaniards or Europeans come with like guns and like metal and shit. And then you have the the Indians, right, with very different ways of look. Like I play Warcraft. It's almost like different races, and and it gives it like this colorful look to to history. But it, 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 even though they're not aliens, it's almost like that. Like you're getting to know a new thing, a new way of living, a new space where these people live. And to us, who knows if in the future, you know, like in a hundred, two hundred years ago, they will look at us in our time and they're like, "Oh fuck!" It doesn't suck that they didn't know. The, this whatever civilization that now we do know of aliens that we have a collaboration with them or something like, and it's so normal then, yeah. but to us, we see it as like, is there something? Are they here? Have they come? Like that history is so fucked in that sense where like, I'm, I'm lucky that we got to live in this speck of time because 300 years back, it would have been fucked, right? Like probably die with yeah. a sword in my neck, but... <laughs> But it, it also, it, you also think, fuck, how would it be in the future? And, you know, when we do, like, get to see the, you know, like, for example, you, you look at people that, like, liberated South America or, like, big conquistadors and, like, oh, they died because of a fucking flu. Like, like they died because of, like, this stupidest <laughs> shit. And, 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 and you think, like, yeah. damn, that's fucked that they didn't have ibuprofen. And, and that's it, like, everything would have been fixed. But to us, that next thing, that ibuprofen... Is something that we see so crazy and that's gonna be so normal in the future. Have you guys seen that movie 2001 by Stanley Kubrick? I did and I still don't understand it. Yeah. I have a thing with Stanley Kubrick with that movie is amazing because made in 67, it has the graphics are amazing, they still hold up. But it's like, why do you have to make movies so fucking confusing to make a point? It's like Christopher Nolan. He always likes to make it confusing just for the just for the fuck of it, like, like you know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, but I mean, in the, in Stanley Kubrick's defense, he, uh, I think that that one was written or is based on a book, I think, by Isaac Asimov. So I think he's already complicated. I think that guy and translating that to the movies, I think it's even more tricky. I won't I lie, think. I didn't read it, but Me from, from what I hear, the book is very explanatory of like the, the the prism the thing what happens at the end because like i've looked into it because after i saw it i was like yo what the fuck just happened me and my girlfriend were like after three hours because it's long as hell too i'm like it is. and i and i get mad because i'm like i understand you have artistic freedom but make it make sense too and i found out later that in in the movie they are hiding the fact that aliens or other lives exist to the public because of what Chef Marie said earlier, their brains could explode, they weren't ready for it. And there's so many little things that are so confusing on purpose that if you don't read up on it. But anyways, what I wanted to touch on is graphics were so good then. Then little by little, they started getting better in some sense. In the early 2000s, you have really good CGI and effects where like, you have the Spider-Mans, the first ones, the first X-Mens. You have the first Pirates of the Caribbean. You have the first um, Matrix in 99. 
And then somewhere along 2005 and moving forward, CGI got, CGI got shitty. It got really weird. And then now we have the best technology. And I see some movies now. I recently saw The Flash. And I'm like, what oh, the fuck is yeah. happening? And I think, yeah. Thiago, you had mentioned something in the past in our conversation we had where, like, the, 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 something has to do with the unions. What could be happening there? Yeah. Like, why the CGI sucks these uh, days? Well, I, this one is specifically to Marvel because since Marvel now, after this, uh, what is it, phase two, like the, the one that ended in uh, Endgame, that was phase one or two, I don't remember exactly. Uh, after that, and with Disney Plus, they start like bumping out shows for uh, everything Marvel. Every character is getting a show and a movie and all that. But they and Marvel has their own studio for VFX, so obviously there's not enough people to do all the CGI for every single show. You know, to be actually perfect, you know, or at least you know, and people are starting to notice. And one of the a lot of the criticisms are. For example, in this, uh, the last Ant-Man is that the VFX is awful. And so with these strikes and all this, all that the VFX artists are also like pushing for unionize, at least in Marvel. I don't know if the other ones are going to do the same. Yeah. Mm. Um, so, and you can see, actually, you can see, like, if you, if you watch a movie from Marvel, you know, these newer, newer ones, they're all, first of all, they all look the same. In terms of visuals, they all look the same. And I'm a Marvel fan. Like I loved that, that till the end game, I was like completely the end, end credit scene, everything. I wanted to know what was going on. And now I just can't be bothered um, anymore because. But it's mostly because there's no story. The VFX is awful. Everything looks the same, and the story is always the same as well. Honestly, they spent all the budget in the in the big, you know. Uh, end game and and all that stuff yeah. and now it's it's oversaturating like every like you said every single character has a show every single friend of the character has a show and and yeah. it, it's just too much and i don't think they can keep up with all this the special effects and and it's a lot of work it's a lot of money it's a lot I, of time I and than, i don't know if more than the effects even though that that, that is part of it i think their issues with story and I don't know if this, yeah, yeah, how much it has to do yes. with the writers. And, but like, if we tie this to the writers, right, and the strike they're having, and now the actors join, um, they're complaining. I, I mean, this is one way I, ca I can look at it, because I like to try to see both sides. Obviously, the, there's one obvious side, which is, okay, there's these companies making a lot of money. Some of them are the, streamer, the streamers. They're not paying the writers and the actors enough, and they're making all this money, and they're capitalists, and they're pieces of shit. Okay. Now, on the other side, there's also, I feel like that has to be saturated with writers and actors because there's so much shit content out there. Like every story, a lot, of, and a lot with Disney and Marvel, and I'm sorry if you're a Marvel fan, but from what I've seen in the recent no, times, but, but mainly with Disney also, it's like they already have an agenda before they even have a story. And like, that's the complete wrong way. I mean, uh, we've talked about this with like Snow White and other movies in the past, but it's like in the past, you've, I felt like they first had a really good story and then they put things on top of it, you know, and, and you made it better. You put the cherry on top. Like, I don't know if it's because I was younger then, but like the first X-Men movies to me actually had a good story and a good message outside of the fact that these are mutants in this like made up world. Like there was like this whole thing about acceptance and 
the struggle with uh, fitting in and shit. And it was a real struggle that you could relate to. And there was a real story there. You actually were invested in the characters, which I don't feel anymore now. And I'm pretty sure the effects in those movies weren't like the ones today. I mean, like it was, but for some reason, I don't yeah. remember it being bad because everything else fit together. Same with like the first um, Spider-Mans um, or, or like even the, the Batman trilogies. You know, which are from Christopher Nolan. Yeah. You know, yeah. But it does it does more practical effects. Christopher Nolan, to to his defense, in that regard, he, he tries not to use uh, that much CGI. Uh, uh, because I mean, CGI. In, I think, for what I understood, CGI can be in some cases cheaper than doing the practical effects. That's obviously because practical effects, you need people that know how to, I don't know, do a mask or build, a, in some cases, build like a, you know, those buildings, you know, like they did for Blade Runner, you know, they did, they built part of the city and then they shot, you know, the camera through the city and then add the rest uh, and all that. So that's obviously more expensive. Uh, but some in some cases it can be... <clears throat> That's why it depends. Sometimes practical effects can be cheaper as well, you know, than the effects. Now, for someone like me who, as Kiko said, I live close to where this is happening, yet I don't know what's happening. Like, can you guys explain what's happening with this, uh, with this strike and how is this affecting the TV slash movie industry? Uh, I think me... it's mainly because of this thing of uh, the AI. Uh, and also because most a lot of uh, these the actors, writers, and all that that you know, for example, I don't know uh, uh, the, the the one I remember now is um, uh, what's his name, Aaron Paul from Breaking Bad. Um, is it, it's Aaron Paul, right? Yeah. Uh, he said that, for example, the the show is currently now on Netflix, but um, it doesn't get any money out of it you know there's no everything goes to netflix you know in terms of uh, whatever it is the netflix or whoever produces and all that so everything goes uh, so they want to be better protected in terms of what they actually gain from writing uh, the shows in the for the future and also be protected against ai that supposedly although ai is still kind of dumb and i tried chat gpt it's still kind of dumb um they don't want you know, the company started using AI to write an entire script, you know, and I, for that, that part, I can understand. I also, I think, you know, taking out the human element from writing a show, uh, I think it's bad, in my opinion. Uh, I mean, I but think, yeah, it's mostly about that. I yeah, think. it's those two points, Chef Maurice and Prop. I mean, practically, they want to get paid more, the writers and the, and the actors. And one thing is that they used to get residuals. So if the show did well... Aside from the money that you got at the moment when you did the work, you also get like this remainders, right? That you get throughout the years. The thing is, like the whole industry changed. And I feel like, and I'm not like here defending the big corporations, but there's also another side of it. They're putting out a lot of more content now and trying out a lot more shows. So what's happening, and you can compare this to music, is you could put in your time and effort and do something and, and not get paid now and let's see how this works. And if it works, we get paid big at the end. Or you could decide to be a musician that's like, no, pay me up front and then you deal with whatever happens. And this is very similar. Like, I feel like there there's actors and writers getting paid to produce content that wouldn't have otherwise been produced 
if they didn't get paid that way. Like like the the Netflix, right, or HBO or Disney Plus are like, look, we're gonna make twenty shows, and we're gonna and we're gonna try it out. I cannot pay all of you residuals if if because out of yeah. one of these shows that goes well, nineteen are gonna go shit. I mean, which is another problem that they have. Like, why do you have so many shit shows? Like, that's a that, that's a problem, you know, in <laughs> itself. But I also think that there's not that much money in in uh, entertainment as there was before, because this happened with music too. Like musicians don't get paid what they used to in in the '90s. Now that you you know what happened, piracy came, and then Spotify made it, so now artists get paid less. And I'm an artist myself; I do music. I'm not against it because at the end of the world, it wasn't sustainable for people to pay twenty dollars for a CD in the past, because it wasn't for one song that you liked. So you, I, I just feel like things are moving back a bit, and obviously the writers and the actors want to get their piece. But dude, there's a lot of people I, there yeah. that shouldn't even be there, like that. Yeah, well, I think it was also because of actually, I think it was because of Marvel, the Marvel formula thing that happened, where they created this thing for ten years. I'm talking about the beginning of Marvel in the beginning. They created uh, like this, the, or they made these movies for ten years or something. And it made a lot of money. And that's why every now, every once in a while, like everyone's trying to make a shared universe about whatever, you know, because they want to replicate the same thing and get to the same level of money that Marvel did. Because now I think that's what I feel like. I feel like if a movie doesn't cross the $1 billion mark in the box office, it's not profitable. And that's why I don't have, whenever I go to the cinema, I have no movies to watch now. Basically, and yeah. I remember before when I was a kid, I was I went to the movies in in Portugal, and we had like uh, went to the cinema, and we had like a pamphlet with like five pages worth of movies. And I'm like, what the hell are we going to see? <laughs> Can someone help help us decide? We we couldn't decide what what to see, and now there's not that much. I are you optimistic about there being a resurgency in good cinema? Because, like for example, I'm a cinephile. And for people that listen to the podcast that are not very educated, they get scared when they hear that word. But it simply yeah. means that I like movies, okay? So chill out. <laughs> so, like, for example, there's this studio that's smaller, like more independent, Studio 24, A24. And they've made, you know, they made um, the, the, the movie with uh, Everything Everywhere All At Once, which was really nice. And they recently came out with a movie, a scary movie called Talk To Me which is about a hand. Yeah. It was in the movie theaters recently. And I mm -hmm. haven't seen it. I want to see it, but I hear it's really good. And I feel like people like me like this independent films that maybe don't have all these crazy effects, but that tell a story that's compelling and that actually care about character development and, and making things work like back in the day. And I see this with music too and with content. Like sometimes, even though I'm very up, uh, ne negative and I can see how mm, there's so much shit content, we're going the wrong way. I do see a, a, some of us, and I think it, it might not be that little. It could be more like a, a large minority. That's like, no, I want to see some real shit, some good shit. I want to listen to good music. I want to see some good content, some good movies. And maybe because I, the Marvel thing, even though he made a lot of money for a while, I think they're not, well, it's not that I don't think, I'm sure they're not doing it now because if you got to make a billion and you spend no, two they're billion, not. they're losing money on yeah. it. No, they're not. And then you can, you can see that I'm speaking more on Disney because it's all the same now, even with uh, this last Indiana Jones, they lost money with it. 
because it didn't make the they they put a lot of money in the movie. I don't remember now how much was it, but they they definitely didn't get it back. Maybe they'll get it back through streaming, maybe because that happens. Like for example, the Little Mermaid. I think they got more people watching when it hits the Disney Plus. You know, so I, I think the the answer. I think the the answer is like I think Netflix, HBO. Disney Plus, Paramount Plus, Hulu, all those things. I think that's what's making it harder for uh, uh, for the movie business. I think the because we, now we want everything. Yeah, we want everything now. Uh, we can't wait for. Uh, I mean, I'm one of those people that I also binge watch shows and all that. But I remember I prefer to wait for the next week so I can talk with someone. Look, can you? Look, did you see what happened last uh, last episode? I can wait until Monday or whatever to see the next one to see what's, what happens. What's your I, opinion I like on that, like waiting. Chef I like the waiting. I saw Chef your face. I saw your face. Too. Yeah. I think Mar- I think Mauricio is, is a binger. <laughs> I, like, I, I like to I binge. Also binge. I like to binge as well. But I think we lost that that thing about you know waiting. You know, we can't wait anymore. I think. But what about movies? Like like, do you? Because I mean, I go to the I go to the movies. Myself, like I go to the movie theaters. So, do you think yeah, it's an that's issue? Yeah, it's an I issue that is a problem because yeah, because in Little Mermaid got more people watching when it hit Disney Plus. So when it went to streaming, uh, so people don't want to pay that uh, the money, the ticket price to go to watch the movie. But also, it comes back to what you were saying that the story is just not good. You know, I already saw Little Mermaid. I know how it goes. I don't need, well, obviously for this new generation, it's going to be different, of course, but I still watch Disney movies. Like I still go and watch these, like the, I know, Hercules and that kind of movies because they're good. They're good movies. And they have like, I still, I felt that that a lot to a lot of people. Like, I think Disney movies like kind of (laughs) educate me to what I am today. Well, the original, especially, the original ones, yeah, I remember. I still remember like that that image like seared in my brain yeah, because yeah. I one of the first movies I watched in cinema was Lion King, and it was also one of the first movies to be fully dubbed in Portuguese from Portugal because up until then it was Brazilian Portuguese. So and then I saw Mufasa dying, and I was like, what the hell? What's going on? Mufasa and was, was like, dying, and the guy was like, yeah, el brasileiro. Uh, yeah. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, what? That ain't Portugal. That's real. I know. I, yeah. <laughs> no, but I think, for example, there's not, not enough movies. Like, A24 is doing that kind of movies. But I know going to see movies like, uh, I don't know, Seven in the cinema, that's a whole experience, you yeah. know? And they, you don't have those kind of movies to, to watch. Or they're very rare to to have those kind of movies to go and watch. The first movie I watched in the movie theater also, maybe we're very similar in age, was The Lion King. And I remember crying in, in the very epic scene. And the second movie I watched in the movie theaters in Venezuela is The Matrix. And yeah. you just said something about Seven. That's uh, Stephen Fincher, right? The, the uh, David Fincher. Yeah, David, David Fincher, Fincher. yeah. yeah. I mean, the movie is very cartoony-esque, but it's enjoyable and it's a good movie. But it's, it's very cartoony, uh, very like Batman, like, uh, you know, uh, style movie. 
But one thing with those type of movies or like Matrix is like, why couldn't you just make a movie where you spend five million, you made 15 and you made a masterpiece? Why do you have to make $300 billion on everything? Matrix one is like amazing. It's a masterpiece. It's a fucking masterpiece. And you know what they did that was great? They didn't have enough CGI to show you everything, but they showed you enough. You know, like when you played back in the day a game in like PlayStation 1 or Nintendo 64, there were some games that you remember being so like crazy 3D. But if you go back to them, you notice that they only allow you to be in one little place, but you feel like you're in a bigger place, like it tricks you. And Matrix 1 does that. Where like you really believe you're in this fucking world like in space and shit, and then you look at Matrix Two and Matrix Three and you're like, what the fuck happened? It's horrible. <laughs> it's horrible. Like it, th- th- that famous scene with yeah. like Neo fighting a thousand agents. It's horrible. Like it sucks so much. And like I think that's the problem. They can't do just one movie or one project that works and that's it. No, it cannot just be one season and it's perfect. No, add season two, add season three. Let's fucking squeeze it out, all of it. And then they just fuck it up. They always fuck yeah. it up. And, 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 and it fucks with me because I'm like, man, why can't you have that artistic, uh, you know, uh, ethics of just doing something that's great and making some money on mm-hmm. it, but you don't have to continue. You don't and have to make a on. world. I don't need an environment around it. Like, you know. No, but that happening, that's happening, for example, with the, uh, you know, Barbie made a lot of money. Like, I think it crossed, I think it went to a billion dollars, I think, in box office. So since they, you know, since they made that uh, that amount of money, so now they want to do, and they're going to do it, uh, they're going to do like a Hot Wheels movie. And there was another talk from the company they wanted to do, I can't remember the name, but I for sure they want to do a Hot Wheels movie. So they now want to do like a, a toy universe shared universe kind of thing as well and they want to do again to make it cross the one billion dollar thing and i think that now that's the 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 amount that you know the the companies have in their brain it's like it has to go until the billion dollar if it doesn't then it doesn't you know it was a (laughs) it was a failure (laughs) it kind of sucks that they're not coming up with new ideas you know, like you said, the Hot Wheels movie. I think the one mm-hmm. that you may be also, referencing was uh, Gran Turismo, the the video game, the PlayStation, and then now there's a movie about it. And there's a lot of remakes. So there's not a lot of yeah, new ideas coming into the movie theaters. And it kind of sucks because, you know, when we were younger, we saw these movies and they were like, oh, my God, they're exploding our minds and and make you think yeah. or make you laugh. And, and now it's just like, all right, I know I'm going to watch uh, The Little Mermaid. You know, I, I know what happens. It, it's just I think that people that went to see that movie was more like, all right, The Mermaid is uh, it's a darker skin and, you know, new generation. So maybe that's what intrigued the people to go into into uh you know, seeing these movies and and the one about Gran Turismo, I'm not gonna watch it. I saw the trailer and I was very like let down about it because sometimes when they make movies from video games, they're not the best. But we saw that they did a very good, let's say, remake from The Last of Us. 
which was it's a very good yeah. uh, game and then the series is also very good so somehow they they try you know somehow they did a good job by remaking that but then there's a lot of other stuff that are going to be remade and and i don't i don't no. think they're that good and and it doesn't make me want to go to the movies it doesn't make me want to spend 12 15 dollars to go watch uh, a two or three hour movie and but with Gran Turismo, the ending, knowing is it that you feel because of the trailer that's gonna be like very you know uh like commercial like it's not gonna be true well, i don't know it it just looks it, it does look like like I I, lo I watched the the commercial because I wanted to see it. It does look a little shady, but and I don't understand something. It says based on a real story. What fucking story? Like, <laughs> like people in cars. <laughs> like like is this a real story no, of think, a kid? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think it's actually a true story. The kid actually he was a, a, a Gran Turismo. Uh, from the uh, PlayStation player, and then he went on to be, uh, I don't know, uh, he was super famous driver, but yeah, he did he did do the, what oh, that's crazy. they are showing in the movie. But I think it's mostly, for what I understood from the trailer as well, it looks like a product placement for uh, Gran Turismo and PlayStation then, or Sony, than, you know, anything else, you know. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it has Orlando Bloom. And you notice that a lot, you know. Yeah, it's very yeah. much branded that way. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't see myself going to the movies anytime soon. Well, you have a kid now, so. Well, that, that is one of the problems, but I, I, before it's not like I was going to the movies every week either. So I don't know. There's nothing that. I, I guess it depends as well. Yeah. I mean, with, with Oppenheimer and, and, and Barbie, people were like, oh my God, we got to go to the movies and, and, and spend all our money and it, it it was a hit you know it, it was well uh, advertised and people did go to the movies but now it dipped again and then there's nothing to watch i think there might be a correction exactly. now that's the problem i think there might be a correction like look people are starting to go to the theaters again but it's like make it good like I, like it's, it's almost like i'll go to the movies for like a big event and it's, it better be good and I feel like studios are gonna have to start be making more good things because people are getting smarter, you know. And, and they're like, and look, Christopher Nolan. I have my own critiques about Oppenheimer. I think the last hour was too much, but like that—that's an amazing movie that doesn't follow any of the streamline uh, BS in Hollywood. Like he just he goes and tells a story that he wants the way that he wants, and and I love that. And I think that we should that. They're realizing that. I, I hope that because otherwise, what are they going to do? Just keep losing money forever? <laughs> you know, I mean, like they, they need to change the way that they do things. And, 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 and I think there's more of us than we think that like people that want to watch good things. I think there's more of us than we might think because also, uh, definitely yeah. They are. yeah. Also, Tom Cruise, I love you. How many more Mission Impossible movies are you going to make? And that are basically the same movie every time but i mean but tom cruise i'll give him my money tom cruise honestly <laughs> i will give him my money i will he's kind of crazy but i mean you can you can argue with the guy doing his own stunts and all those things and i mean i can i, I can see some scientology in, in you i can see some of the scientology in you. Yeah. <laughs> was that guy from the the, yeah. the, the, the creator uh hobbard uh, ron hobbard he's like the one taking care of tom cruise yeah. when, he, when he does the stunts and shit 
No, I mean, I haven't seen the new Maverick, but I mean, yeah, Tom Cruise, he's cool. I mean, I even think that what he does, you could even credit that he does do things like, even though it's action movies, it's not like fucking The Fast and the Furious, where it's, it's, it's a different category, I think. Um, Fast and Furious is a whole different dimension, I think. I think, <laughs> they, I, topic. I think they could have stopped after the first movie. Like, we got the idea of what also the fast and the furious yeah. is they wanted yeah yeah <laughs> i think so <laughs> for example top gun like there's a second member the second top gun i went to see it in the cinema in imax and i have to say although the story is very simple it's basically there's the good guys and there's the bad guys you don't even know who the bad guys are i have uh, still today it's just guys in black helmets Drive, uh, driving or piloting some planes, and that's mostly the information you get from the movie. But in IMAX, I felt like I was in the cockpit <laughs> with them as well, like with the sounds and all that. It was amazing. Like it was an experience. It was cool, you know. And that's why I think that's also what's missing in cinema, you know, the experience of going to the cinema and having an actual getting out of it and talking like. Can you imagine? Like I felt like I was inside uh, with uh, you know Tom Cruise or whoever in the plane. And you know that there is something to you watching something with other strangers in a room. It's weird. It's weird, and yeah. I like to think of myself as somebody that doesn't like other people. But the other day I came to the realization: yeah, I kind of want to go and and like there be other people watching the thing too. Like, like it's and and another thing is, and it's very important these days. When I'm at home and I like watching movies, I'm always, okay, let me rewind it. Let me do this. Oh, I looked at my phone. Oh, I got up. I peed. I took water. I got popcorn. In the, in the theater, because you cannot do that, you have to look at the, like, you have to concentrate. And today, you know how hard it is for, like, your, your attention span. Like, we're fucked, right, with, yeah. like, social media. So <laughs> I do think that the movie theater sort of obligates you. It's like, okay, okay, you pay 10 bucks. You bought the popcorn overpriced. Like, yeah, just watch the movie. Don't fuck around. And, and to me, it works. Like, when I go to the movie theaters, I get completely submerged in the movie. I saw uh, Megalodon 2 recently, and I never thought I would have enjoyed a movie like that. But I, I, was, I want to go and see that one as well. You have to. And, and, and I spoke to Chef Maurice. In a world with so much bullshit movies out there, with so much shit, so much wokeness, so much agenda, like... You watch that movie and you just have fun. You laugh. You're like, what the... And, and to be honest, it's a fun exactly. movie that makes fun of itself, so, which is even better. Like, it recognizes, like, this is crazy, yeah. you know? <laughs> and and you enjoy it more that way, so... It's like Fast and Furious. I think there's... Uh, I feel like Fast and Furious is the first one. And that's the one I always enjoyed. And also Tokyo Drift as well, but mostly the first one. That's the one I always look for. Uh, look, uh, look at this. That's a good one. That's a good movie. The first, the first one. Everything else is like popcorn movie where I just, you know, turn off my brain, and I just watch something that's completely ridiculous, you know. And also, I think that's a good cinema as well because there's also it has to be, you know, space for comedy, for thrillers, or, and then also these dumb action movies, you know. Uh, and I, I love them, honestly. I, I love going to, to the movies to watch Fast and Furious. I'm one of those, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean, within the hate that, you know, that I sometimes spew on those movies, 
the first one and Tokyo Drift were actually very enjoyable. Um, that Tokyo Drift is the one grounded. Yeah. yeah, Tokyo Drift <laughs> is the one where, with the guy that was a one-off from Power Walker, right? Yeah, it was this weird like Texan yeah. guy like with a southern accent. He was, it was like, a, out of out of nowhere. Yeah, I don't know. He's for some reason goes to Japan, <laughs> <laughs> Tokyo, and it's with Akira Bow Wow, I think Bow Wow. Or you know that Paul Walker uh, would have turned fifty this year, huh? Fucking crazy. Yeah, he died. You know, yeah. that's what that's life. Yeah. How <laughs> did he die in a car accident? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Gran Turismo. Yeah, I think he was trying to make uh, Fast and Furious come to life, and it didn't work well. Work out. Actually, I saw the photo. He's, I think he was in a Porsche or something, and he got was completely destroyed. Completely destroyed. I don't know if was it, was it him driving or I think it was a, another person driving. I mean, yeah, like I don't know. I like just a, know that like that a race car, car driver. Was, yeah. yeah. Do you think? Well, I mean, this is fucked up. But do you think low key? the crew of that movie like like after the sadness they were like fuck we were almost done with this franchise and this shit just revived it yeah. no because then vin diesel came came and tried to i think vin diesel kind of monetizes a lot on walker's death in oh, my opinion okay he does i think he does it a lot he does a lot of like the the publicity makes with ah this one is for you paul <laughs> yeah i do it's think that's a little paul. fucked up on, i do think that's fucked paul. up yeah <laughs> and him singing as well i remember he, he sang at some point for paul walker or something i think uh i remember it was a few years back i think it was awful it was really bad and uh no. It's crazy because I yeah. come from an era of Vin Diesel doing those movies and like Reddick and like Triple X type shit. He was also on Saving Private Ryan, which is crazy to think. He was um, in, in that yeah. movie. Which you like? He, 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 he was also in like a yeah. Disney movie. I'm going to look it up. Vin Diesel was like in a, in a very uh, like... Uh, yeah, the I pixie, have, right? Where he's yeah, like a pixie or something. The some Pacifier. Shit. The pacifier. the pacifier. He was like yeah, a, exactly. like a sure. U.S. Marine, and then he had to babysit a bunch of kids. A very yeah. Disney movie. So yeah. you see him in in uh, Fast and the Furious and and all these tough guy movies, and then all of a sudden, a cute family laugh movie. Yeah. I yeah, don't. It, I, I personally don't like Vin Diesel. Ah, he's all right. It's just that yeah. these movies, yeah, to me they're they're a bit tiring. Um, but yeah, he was in Saving Private Ryan, which, which like is it, such such a weird mix. Like, you're in Saving Private Ryan, which is a very serious movie, and then you're like the main guy in in Fast and Furious. Um, but anyways, I think the well, worst is Vin Diesel with hair. Actually, there is a time. <laughs> There's a movie. <laughs> there was a time. There, there is a movie. I think he plays like a lawyer or something, and he has a hair, and it's. Uh, it's not. It's weird. It's very Damn! Weird. It, it, it's, yeah. Is it like hair, but that's already like in the dying phases? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like he has like those, you know, the entries already, you know, and then that little, and then comes back. Yeah, it was. It's weird. He's, he has a weird hair there. Yeah, uh, it's, it's not great. Very, I'm. I'm gonna put a picture in the in the chat. Maybe the okay. producer can put this this cute picture of uh, receding hair vin diesel that's fucked i mean i don't want to talk shit <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping i mean i'm recently getting a lot of white hair so i said okay look you give me the white hairs but keep you know keep me my borders you know 
I don't know. If oh this... fuck! He looks older. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. That's it's crazy. It's weird. It's really weird, man. He looks like you yeah. know who he looks like. He looks like uh, that guy from from the 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 what, what, what's that movie called? The Black Man? No. What's a what's a movie called? Men in Black. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Men in Black. Men in Black? Yeah, you know the, the, the white guy. <laughs> no, Men in Black. Uh, the guy that played with, uh, with Willis. The other Men in Black that was white. Uh, Tommy anyway. Lee Jones? Yeah, Tommy Lee Jones. He looks like Tommy Lee Jones. Anyways, yeah. Tommy um, Lee Jones, yeah. The other day, yeah. bro, I was, I was coming out of the, the supermarket and a guy was coming in and he had just gotten the Turkish... The Turkish hairline, bro. It was just fresh. It was just fresh. Um, so yeah, that's a, a man's a man's um, ongoing. What's it called? Like our our more more scary thing growing up. I'm getting the white hairs. I'm cool with them. I'm rocking with them. I'm thinking of myself as a George Clooney. George Clooney. So is this I can see it. All right, I can, so yeah, we can still see it. We all but, hope to be George Clooney when you get older, I think. Uh, <laughs> well, I do want to know what the people think listening at home, you know, about this uh, movies these days, about the strikes. If if you know if you knew anything about it, uh, people might be running, coming from work. Some of the people that listen to us might be coming from like a long night shift at the graveyard. Um, you know, sometimes you know you have to find not the jobs. graveyard shift, but the shift at the graveyard. Yeah, the graveyard shift at the graveyard, which is the worst shift you can get. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're in Pirate Bay. We're in uh, Napster, uh, iTunes, Spotify. Do rate us. Some motherfucker rated us badly on Spotify, and he brought us down to 4.6, which I'm like, why would you even do that? Like, just don't even rate us then. Only rate us if it's well, good. Well, people tend to be assholes sometimes. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm like, bro, come on, man. But yeah, help us out. Um... And yeah, we had Tiago today. People like uh, know that thank we like so to much. have guests. And yeah, thank you for for joining us, bro. Thank you for Chef, having me here. Chef Maurice, San Francisco up, Connection. Bro? Peace out.